shade. What up? We are tea. serving tea without the shade. This is L. This is T to the knee. Tony. T <laughs> to the knee. I'm liking that every week. This is J Noetic. Hey guys, how you doing? So pull up a seat and let's start sipping. Tony, how was your week this week? Man, exciting. An exciting week. Um, and, and all ended with tiredness. Okay, so you tired today? I am tired. Oh, poor man. We're gonna help you out though. We're gonna give you that energy. Yes. You had a great you had a great play, man. Congratulations man, on that. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you guys coming. I appreciate the host. The host was excellent, man. Well, I mean you had amazing hosts, just saying. Amazing host. <laughs> By the way, we hosted it, Jay and I. Um, and we're talking about Saul's juke joint, which was sold out. Sold out. It was an amazing play by our own by our very own Tony. Toe to the knee. Toe to the knee. I was, little, I was a little nervous. You know, I was a little nervous walking out there. Hands a little clammy. Right. Backstage. Okay. Lies and deception. If you go onto our Facebook page, <laughs> there is a video of Jay freaking out yeah, yeah. right before we went up there. Really? So don't listen to him. I don't know about freaking out. I was out, a little nervous. How was your week, though, Al? It was good. It was a busy week, but I can't complain. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Got some exciting news coming up, but it hasn't Uh-oh. been solidified quite yet. Oh, so can't wait to hear that news. Maybe next week I'll have some positivo news. What about you, Jay? Jay walked in my house mad as hell. Yeah. So. I, mean, I, I, had a good, I had a good week. Oh. But on my way over here, I'll make the story really short. There seems to be a lot of people that are very... Um, progressive and aggressive in speaking how however they want to other people. And on my way over here, I got cut off at an intersection by a guy in his big-ass truck, and I didn't think anything of it. I let it go. I'm like, whatever, you know. We're going to the gas station. I'm getting me a Red Bull. Just so happened that we got to the parking spot at the same time. This guy gets out of his truck, and he's eyeing me down. Like, he's sizing me up. I'm like, you know what, whatever. I'm still brushing it off. I get out of my car. He's walking into the store. On my way into the store, he's still eyeing me, giving me the oh, death stare. Trying to say something. Exactly. <laughs> so I walk in. I'm like, yo, if you got a problem, we need to say something because you look like you're trying to step to me right now. Right. What's the issue? This man starts calling me boy. Mm. He starts telling me that I'm jerking off at the stoplight. Da, da, da. I'm like, no, first of all, you cut me off. Then you eyed me like you're trying to fight me. So what are we going to do about this? Right. You know. So then I turned around and walked away. I'm going to let it go. He says, you faggot. What? Yes. See? Yes. So I turned around. See? I walked straight up to this dude, white guy. So I know I'm not trying to throw the race car right now. <laughs> but I walked straight up to him. As close as you and I are sitting right now, one foot away. I was like, bro, you don't want this. Right. <laughs> I was like, I am not the one, son. I was like, let's not do this. So basically, long story short, he was very disrespectful. He was disrespectful to gay people. Um minorities and basically I was ready to fight right there in the gas station. So that's which is, why you walked up in my house. So that's why I walked in the house crunk. Y'all wow. know me. I love everybody for the most part. So for me to get there, I was pretty riled up, man. So it seemed like it's getting worse since the election of Trump. But it is what it is. Right. But I'm yeah, good. Right. I got my I got my tea. <laughs> and I'm good. All right. Wow. He he's he has said settle down. Yeah. But a shot or two will help you do that. <laughs> yeah. It is the cure. If, if y'all ever had it happen to you, send us some feedback on that, too. I'd love to hear your stories on people being super aggressive and saying whatever the hell they want to, to you. I wonder if it's a race thing or if it's a road rage thing because people have some severe and real-life road rage. Absolutely. Yes. And so they really have vendettas being 
supposedly cut off. It's always the one who cuts you off who always thinks they're in the right and you're in the wrong. That's yeah. what my friend said. He said the same thing. He said he blamed other people see your wrong and make it seem like that's the reason why they should be upset. Yeah. Ignore their own wrong. But whatever. Trump ain't helping either. Trump is not well, helping. Well, I like to blame everything bad on Trump. It is raining today. It's Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault. It is cold as hell. It's Florida. I moved here for that. It's Trump's <laughs> fault. Uh, everything is Trump's fault that is negative. And everything that's good is Obama's fault. And I don't care if you don't agree with me or not, but Barack is my man. We so. miss you, brother yeah. Obama. He's like the ex-boyfriend that I really, really want back really bad. And he just refuses to come back to He's me. Like the uncle. Y'all seen like the backlash on, uh, on what's, the, what's the wife? Uh, Michelle. Michelle. Did you say what's the wife? Did you say what's the wife? Oh, the two people you don't forget. Her and Oprah. Oh my god. Her and Oprah. 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 You just wow. I'm done with you right I'm, now. I'm, I'm tired. So drink your drink so and go away. I'm drinking ginseng. What's the wife? Michelle Obama? I'm sorry, Michelle, if you're listening to this right now. Michelle Obama is all types of goals and life, and you need to get your life. But she was on the beach. Yeah. And your outfit and these. Oh man. All these. They upset about Opposite that, race. but they okay with the current first lady doing um, porn. Porn. Well, yeah, she's showing shots or whatever. New shots. New shots. We seen her coochie. <laughs> <laughs> coochie, coochie we seen coochie, her coochie. first lady's coochie. Oh my god! And I'm officially done with y'all. So before we move on to who am I, uh, I just want to do a few shout outs. So we officially went live this week. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We've released the podcast to SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And we've been getting lots and lots of love, lots and lots of feedback. So thank you guys so much. Yes, thank you. Special shout-outs to Anna Rawson, Shanta Lewis, Marlo Laney from MLP Studios, Brittany Richardson. You guys are the first few to be like, listen. This is my ish. (laughs) Uh, Also, Zachary Jelson, who gave us some great criticism. We like constructive criticism. We're never ever gonna, you know, if it's real, if it's if it's right, we're definitely gonna listen. So definitely shout out to the listeners. Um, We're definitely missing a bunch of you because we've got great feedback. But you know, I can't I can't Can't name them all, right? So moving on to the who am I section. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You one up, right? I'm one up, Tony. Yeah, Tony. You gonna figure this? I'm not. I can't root for you because you said who his wife is. So I've officially like it's Trump's fault that I don't like you right now. (laughs) Okay, so this person is 48 years old. Michelle Obama is. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny if it was. (laughs) Is a fashion designer. Oh, I'm gonna get this one wrong. I don't know any. Actually designed the Dallas Mavericks alternative jersey. Okay. Is also a singer slash um, musician. They are. They have three Grammy awards. Kim Show. No, two MTV Video Music Awards. Hmm. Maybe not singers, right? They're like a rapper, singer, singer, rapper. rapper. Kanye 48 West. years old? Not Kanye. 48. Oh, Kanye Master P? 48. Not, I hate you. <laughs> I feel like he's way older. Uh, uh, he in February like 2015, he teamed up with Mark Wahlberg to purchase Aqua Hydrate, which is a calorie-free beverage for athletes. 48 years old. He goes by like, it's I a don't heat. Know who this yes. is. So it goes by like, he goes by like five different names. 48, though? Uh, 48 years old. Uh, Coolio? I 
am done with both of you. Give us a song. Did you just say, I can't give you a song. That's just giving you the artist. You gotta sing it. Like, no. 48. Alright, I got you. Oh, shit. Ah, <laughs> wait, wait, I got it. Like, here with the side and everything. <laughs> wow. I can't. No, whatever. Wow. Goodbye. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I'm not even going to try. Okay. Um, <laughs> Listeners, if y'all know who Estimated it is. Estimated net worth is $820 million. Oh, wow. Baller. So that's a Dr. big Dre. Time. Not Dr. Dre. <laughs> Solo. He, I remember the one he was dancing in the ring. It was towards Biggie oh. Small. Oh yeah. He had the one with Don. I used to love his um his uh Tell Me with uh Christina Aguilera. Tell me. No. I can't sing, so y'all really don't want me to sing the song. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> move on. Okay. Okay. Y'all real disrespectful today. I see. But your AC is right today, though. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yes, I have a full blown winter sweater on, but these two men are comfortable, so I guess that's okay. All right, so moving on to the main prompt today, the main the main uh, question of the day is self-love. Can you have self-love with alterations? Can you have self-love with alterations? I do believe you can have self-love with, al- with alterations, um, but I think that's also a balance to it. I right. think it depends how much are you doing. What, because at some point, if you don't like the person you see in the mirror, if you keep changing yourself, you won't even recognize yourself anymore, right? So, uh, it's like so, a lot of these celebrities, right? So, like you have a little Kim, for example. Everyone, every time I see like a picture of her, right. people go in like yeah. Kim. So she doesn't love herself. She's so insecure. She hates who she is. Can a little Kim have self love? Right? She's has fake hair down to her butt. 
and she has fake, you know, ton of makeup on, skin bleaching. I think so many people just get obsessed with the the nature of just changing it more than just like they're they're hating themselves, just obsessed with just making something happen. Yeah. But can you make drastic changes to your body and to to your appearance? And still love yourself, right. because part of loving yourself is also accepting yourself for who you are. Yourself for mm. who you are. Can those two things align? Mm. It's a tough question. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like you have to truly be able to not pick yourself apart, you know. But getting old is hard, right? Yeah. Like if you get older, your body changes, and I think if you're trying to make certain changes to remain youthful, that's probably one thing. But if you start at a very age, like as far as doing skin lightening or changing your the shape of your nose, that's like a whole other level to me. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Why do we have different opinions on certain procedures, right? So if a girl gets her boobs done, it's we don't necessarily think she has low self-esteem. But if a woman or a man lightens their skin, they hate the fact that they're black. They hate themselves. Why do we have these different, I guess, expectations, expect a viewpoint or perspectives on alterations? Like, shouldn't they all be the same? I think it's. I think it happens over time because I remember when people, when women started getting breast in, breast implants, mm. it wasn't very um, acceptable. It was always kind of judged on a different level. It was like, oh, she got fake breasts, so. I'm not, I prefer natural women, you know what I mean? And so I think over time it's gotten more acceptable for certain procedures. Um, I think that lean towards more of the black community. And more, like a lot of our friends, they know that a Caucasian woman uh, will have fake breasts and they love it. Mm-hmm. They don't get all the backlash and stuff from fake breasts. But our people, we do judge. Yeah, we tend to judge. We judge boobs, but we don't judge right. booty. I judge booty now. <laughs> I do. You always judge booty. I hate seeing like those alterations, man. Everybody's starting to look like that gets those injections. You start looking like that that black Barbie now. You know what I mean? Which is not attractive, right? And so you know they got that work done because it's not a natural, really a natural shape. I mean, I don't know. Why do you think we judging on two different levels, though? I think it's based on what we find acceptable in ourselves, like. So I think, I mean, a lot of this goes towards what men consider and women have adopted it. Mm. I'm going to get so much backlash on that. Oh, I I mean, I do think. I said it, but I feel like, you know, women, we tend to get things changed for men. Now, not every woman, right? So I wear makeup and mostly all my boyfriends have hated it. Mm. (laughs) And they much rather me be barefaced. But I wear makeup anyways because I do it for me. Thank you, you very much. Hmm? Do you cake it? No. You no. see me with makeup on. No. I just had to ask. Is it cakey? No, it's not cakey. Okay. No. But they just rather me. I feel like they just want to save their white shirts. I feel like when men tell you. <laughs> Man, my jacket is all messed up. I feel like when men tell you they rather you with you no makeup on, home. really, it's a selfish reason. They just want you. They don't want you cuddle up on them with makeup on and their shirts get Because, look, I give good hugs. And so yes, that's true. when I get one for my hug and I come back I every time I see Jay shoulder, like, in a social environment, he always has makeup somewhere makeup on. on his body. <laughs> always <laughs> lipstick, foundation, oh, blush. But do they, they, don't do uh, no uh, dirt, uh, fellas. Don't do no dirt. Come off. This, I'm assuming they're more expensive. All makeup. All like, makeup comes, comes off, off from right? the hugs. But you know, you can do things to make it less. Uh. 
transferable. Right. But, you know, if you have makeup on, if you have foundation on, and you press it against a white shirt, you're going to see right. it. You know what I mean? I got to start getting hugs. Oh, like but yeah, I got to get them church hugs when you, uh, when you boot, when you <laughs> boot up. You're trying to feel the booty. <laughs> I feel like, yo, girl, put that chest. Put titties in my chest. That's I hate I'm, I'm real cautious when I got a white shirt on. I'd be like, the church yeah. hugs for real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You be church hugs, yeah. man. I mean, also, I think for me, when I have makeup on, I always turn my head when I hug. Like, I'm mm. conscious of the fact that I don't want to do it. But whatever, right? So sometimes women do do things for themselves opposed but, to necessarily for men. But I feel like the things that have gone towards men's, like, sex, sexual sexuality, like mm. boobs and butt, those kind of get pushed away as not being a big deal. But certain things, like, from a society perspective, like, skin lightening, skin bleaching, like you have the Sammy Sosa's and the Vibe Cartel, and we have mm. Little Kim, and we have Toya, I'm not Toya, Teeny, Tiny Harris, who got her eyes changed to a different color. Those get the worst backlash. Hold Every, on, what, she got her eyes changed or like a contact? No, she got her eyes surgically changed. Wow. To a lighter color, like to blue? blue? To mm. blue or green or something like that. Hmm. Wow. So she went from dark brown to blue or green, it's what she looked like this, this bottle. Yeah, she looked at that bottle. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think that I 100% agree that most of the stuff that women do to themselves are for the attention of what men like, like what men right. say they need because for whatever reason, maybe it's through marketing, maybe it's through um, seeing videos that people are making these changes. Maybe not all women, okay? But I'm uh, looking at him crazy. <laughs> a lot of no, I agree. Like I agree. That. It's like for what the males say they want, because we all want to look beautiful. We all want the the attention of the other other person that we desire, right? right. It's not just women. I mean, men are getting things done as well. So yeah. why do men do these? Because they for one, they want to look a certain way. And let's not even get to men, because men, anything that they're changed is automatically considered suspect, and right. we're looking <laughs> at them hard. Like, yeah. did you just get calf implants? Like, how dare you? <laughs> you know, or did you just get liposuction so you can see your six abs? Like, yeah. your your six, you know, little abs? No. But I think, I think women, I think it falls on women more because women are, the spotlight is for women to be beautiful. Oh, know? yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm a dancer, and so what we always say is that for dancing, women are the picture and men are the frames. So it doesn't matter how, like, what the frame necessarily looks like. You want the frame to look clean. Mm -hmm. You want it to look, you know, nice. You don't want it to take away from the picture. But the beautiful thing is the woman. She's the picture. Yeah. Right? But I feel like that is the mentality that we always have with women. Women are always expected to be beautiful, always expected to look a certain way. And that does go a lot into, that can, not does, but it can go a lot into who that person is. And so for me, I had to shift away from that. I had to shift away from the fact of being beautiful or being perf perfect or being pretty. Like I had to take that and say, it's okay if I'm ugly. Mm. Yeah. And like I for literally for this is gonna be way too intimate, but for like three months Never. I would tell myself, You're ugly and it's okay. And I don't really think that I'm ugly, mm -hmm. but I just wanted to let myself know like it is okay to not the there are worse things in the world to be than yeah. not cute. That's true. Right? That's there true. are but like sometimes it feels like the worst thing you could possibly be as a human being, especially as a woman, because the pressure is on is to be ugly. Yeah, women are definitely objectified a lot in in the world especially if you open up a woman's magazine today and if you go in there and look for the articles 
you got maybe if it's 150 pages in the magazine, you got about 40 pages of just real reading material, and the rest is all ads about beauty, beauty looking a certain way, dressing a certain way, hair color a certain way. Yeah. So women are definitely targeted way more than men. I think that plays a factor in how women view themselves. Yeah. So women, you're beautiful, and if you're not, it's okay too. It's, it's okay, okay to not be beautiful. It's okay to not be pretty. It is okay to not. And it's okay to not be those things all the time. Like, it is okay. But that also comes down to self-love. Like, self-love is a personal thing that you have to decide. And so do you think, Tony, that you can, say, have done a bunch of alterations to yourself? And it could be something small, like weave or wigs or surgery or even something crazy like obesity, right? Because that is a way to alter yourself as well, right? So just not caring because... It's not even not caring, it's just giving up, right? Sometimes I look at that as obesity as that, as just right. giving up, right? Can you still have self-love if you make these kind of alterations to yourself? I don't, that, it, like I said, well, like Jay said earlier, um, it's like a certain extent, so it just depends. But you naming all that stuff, no, there's no love there for yourself. How? Why not? Like, why can't I be chubby? And, be, and still think I'm fly, because I do, and I um, am. You know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, actually, I, 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 I took that backwards. Reversed it. That's how but I, yeah, I, I, I took it, it, I took okay. it backwards. So, yeah, so no, no, if, you, you know, if you're chubby or whatever, yeah, you can have self-love for that. I know a lot of confident people that's, that's uh, you know, on the heavier sides, and they're, they're doing, like, plus-size modeling and stuff. Mm. These people really love themselves. I'm killing the game. Right. Ashley Green is fine as hell. Sorry. I don't who know who that? that is, but. She's, like, the new, um... She's not a Victoria's Secret. I can't tell you who she I think Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant. I don't know who she mm. is, but she's fine. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at some numbers for this because I was curious. And in 2016, there were over 15.9 million cosmetic surgical pr procedures done. And in the United States alone. Yeah. Alone. And the top four were all in kind of lifts, doing lifts to the body. Mm. Breast lifts were number one. Ass lifts, well, they don't say ass, they say buttocks. Yeah. Buttocks lifts. Buttocks lifts. Uh, lower body lifts, and then upper arm lifts for, for like the tricep Rabbit area. And so, I mean, I didn't know it was that many surgical procedures being done. They do stuff around the neck, the cheeks. It's, it's crazy how they lift all this stuff. Well, like nowadays, surgery is so inexpensive. Yeah. And so if you have the option, and you're an older woman, and you can't necessarily do it versus health, right? So older women who are like 60, who have mm. loose skin on oh, their yeah. arms, they can't necessarily go into the gym and tighten that thing up, right? Is it wrong for them to get this arm lift? I don't, that I don't think so. Because uh, that's something that, that's going to be there. So you have to get that cut off. Uh, you want to walk around looking like some type of turkey or something. Uh, <laughs> Not a turkey. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. You didn't say turkey. Yeah. Turkey, yeah. That turkey, like. turkey neck. Turkey neck. That's what we used to say. I exactly so what it looked like. So I, that, that alteration, I think those, that's like a, net, a, a knee. Okay. Right. So yeah. do you make a difference between the needs? So like a, a 60-year-old versus a 25-year-old who gets it done? I mean, if it's needed. But if, it's, if they're just... They ain't working out or nothing, and you're trying to tone that up or tighten it up, then that's yeah, that's a lot different. It's a lot different, and so can they not love themselves, or are they just lazy? They're being lazy, but if some people may have health conditions. And that's my thing. I right. think that I I think that there are certain things that can be done to your body that helps your health, right? right. For example, 
um, women who get a mastectomy because they're trying to prevent cancer. So they get their breast removed okay. and get implants to replace it. Or, for example, women who may have super big breasts and it's causing them back problems. Right. So they get a reduction. That's all still right. alteration to yeah. your body, but they're doing it to better them, themselves. So that is a form of self-love. I'm yeah. loving myself. I got So I have to make these changes to be able to feel better about myself health-wise. So. But isn't mental health a thing, right? So if you make, if you decide you got a couple, you got a pair of A's and you get a triple D, you gonna feel way better about way yourself. More Maybe yeah. you might, because okay. I'm about the itty bitty titty committee. I don't have small boobs, but the girls who do, I feel like they just be walking around more confident. Free. Yeah. I just want to be that free sometimes in life, but like I guarantee you, that's free? mental health. Do they feel free on the inside? They might. They might. I mean, I think it's part of it. Again, I guarantee you the men who have taken that, that risk and got penis implants feel 10 times better about themselves. I want to see one so bad. Oh, it's for real. Listeners, <laughs> if, you have, if any of you are listening and I'm have cool. a penis implant, please, can you mail us? No, 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 no. No, no. Mail L. No, no. no. mail, no. L. No. mail, mail us right. no, at no, no. Shade no, no, no. Gmail. I want you to see it so bad. Are you kidding me? Go to Google. Google Images. Let me Google this right now. Images.google and and type in penis implants. Penis implants. Wow. Does it look the same? That can't be real, man. That's a real thing. I want to see it before I think it's still very, um, they take like a, um, not mine. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. You've been doing research, bro. Man, you know. you want to tell us? There's so much stuff going on out there. It's crazy, man. Oh, man, you got this up for real. Oh, my God. Okay. They can't have like the same feeling or nothing, man. You you messing with like nerves and organs and look at this. Dang. Oh, but look, that's a good before and after. That was needed. That was needed. Wow, she's like really right now. She's looking. Tell at me that wasn't this. needed. Wow. <laughs> it looks like a navel. It looks like, like a, a navel. Wow. Bone. I mean. Wow. Really? <laughs> we, we might. That's no, all a broken throat. We're not gonna throw the image up. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, you know, that didn't... That was a necessary surgery in my life. <laughs> Penis implants did not come up in my research, but um, it did say that... Can you... Who do you think... I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so... so <laughs> I'm so distracted right now. Who do you think There's was so much one, penis on my page. Oh number one demographic for um, cosmetic surgery. So who do you think the number one... Black women. No, I'm going to say white women. Correct. It was white women. Right. White women. Well... White one people, of Caucasian people. <laughs> well, that's just the ones who get it legally done, so it's reported. I'm, surgery includes those like back alley butt implants that people be filling their butt up. With yeah, those aren't reported, stuff. definitely. That's, that's our system. So, Caucasian <laughs> was number one. Hispanic was number two, surprisingly. Mm. And okay. African Americans was third, and then Asian. But Caucasian Americans have more than nine million procedures done than the next demographic. So, white people, what's going on? I don't no say that because I don't, I don't, I, I'm going to go ahead and say right now that I don't feel that your self-love is tied to your alterations. I feel like it can be excessive sometimes, but I feel like if you can't fix it naturally, get work done. then go ahead and fix it however you so desire and fixing it also can be just accepting it, just accepting who you are and accepting that part of you. Like I got cellulite. And I got stretch marks. 
And at one point, I hated that. Now I just think they're sexy. Like, natural. you know, at, one, at some point, <laughs> you just be like, you know what? These bitches are here. Right. So I either am going to like them or I am not. And I don't like the woman that's all getting her skin tight and everything. Because they walk different. Like, they're just all tight and just walking around like a damn robot and stuff. It's, I can't want to talk to you right I, can't, <laughs> I don't like it. His face. <laughs> Okay, so finally, do you believe you can get alterations and still have love for yourself? Mm, I'm torn. I, yes, I'm. I'm gonna say yes. And I, do you have a preference? Like, so are there certain things you can't do, and you can do for self love? Like, can you get skin lightening and still have self love? As far as the people, I, the women I date, or you just mean in general? Is that in preference? general? Honestly, I've tried my best to not put any of my opinions and perspectives onto women, right? Because it's their body. It's what, yeah. or any anybody, not just women, men, about what, what they do to, the, to themselves. So I just try to accept people for who they are. It doesn't mean that, now, when it comes down to dating, I probably certainly wouldn't date someone who has all these alterations versus someone who has less alterations. But when it comes down to, like, weave or eyelash extensions or... Right. Makeup, like I don't even think about that anymore. Like I just don't. It is what it is. I just want to accept the woman for who she is. But if I had a choice, if someone was asking me, yeah, absolutely, it's a preference. Like I don't want. I think skin lightening is a bad thing, personally. I think that is a a form of definitely low self esteem, of self image, self love, because you don't think that the skin that you're in, the color of your skin, is a beautiful thing. So you want to look lighter. You want to be a lighter complexion. So, why do you want to be a lighter complexion? I mean, I feel like people say this, and they say this in this really like vortex, and they say this in this bubble, right? Like, like we don't know that people who are darker skin get discriminated horribly, or that the dark skin woman has to be ten times more beautiful than her light skin counterpart for her to be considered gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. Like. We can say this as semi, as semi like I'm not claiming light skin. I'm caramel skin. They light skin, right? <laughs> like, as 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 like as people who are black and are on the lighter spectrum of things, yeah. it's easy for us to say, "Oh, skin lightening is terrible, and you can't have self love." But when your skin tone impacts your job, it impacts your like relationship with other people. It impacts real things. But can but, you get a can you get skin lightening but, just? But black people, it's going to be affected no matter what your skin tone is. Yes, I'm I'm more light. I'm lighter complexion than other people, but it doesn't mean that my I'm looking at different because because you are the people that's in the commercial. Are you I don't me? Feel, I don't feel like I am. You are 110 percent looked at completely different. Not you. You're still being discriminated against. Absolutely. You are still going to have racism, but the a type of racism that you have is going to be much different than the guy who is dark chocolate. Right, you walking down a dark road versus the guy who's blue black walking down a dark road. Well, I think that's all perspective. Much different perspective in terms of racism to and you, discrimination. To you, I, I don't feel any different, and that doesn't mean that, that that white person or that Asian person who feels if they see two black people, they're gonna say, "Oh, I'm gonna go toward the the, the semi light skinned black guy mm-hmm. versus the no." It's like you know what? Let me get away from both of them. That's how I see it. I, I respect how you see it. I just don't think that as a black man. I am not going to uh, have an advantage over another black man for a job interview. I understand, like, maybe 
when it comes to marketing ads and stuff like that. Yeah, it is proven that people who are found more beautiful tend to get like better jobs, better positions, better promotions, are seen better. Yeah, and it's also known that if you are lighter skinned, you are perceived more beautiful. So if you put those two together, then you if you are dark skinned, then you have a harder time being considered beautiful, and therefore you have a harder time getting jobs and, and getting seen in a particular manner and getting those perks, right? Like, that is just, I don't see how those two don't connect for me. We see it, as a black person, like, I like Chocolate Brothers, hey, I mean, hello, right? But I can also say, like, I've dated both. I've dated light-skinned men, I've dated dark-skinned men, and when I hear about, like, when I hear from them, their experiences, the ones who are dark-skinned tend to, to have more racial issues issues mm-hmm. popping up it happens it seems to happen more frequently for them than when i'm dating somebody who's high yellow and he just is seen as like the cool black kid but i know plenty of women that have told me they won't date me because i'm light-skinned so it works both ways y'all got feelings. it works both ways so I, all i'm saying i'm not saying that the discrimination does not exist and i'm not saying that um some individuals might see a dark-skinned brother as inferior I'm saying that it exists on both spectrums. Yeah. And so I, I definitely, as a lighter complexion brother, have been discriminated against by women who don't want to date someone in my complexion, right? And so that's, so I think there's a connection, but I also think there's also a lot of the same, too. So how you feel about it, Tony? I am... Mr. High Yellow? <laughs> I am not High Yellow. Same question, right? We are not same, the same complexion. Don't you dare! Same. I couldn't even like give an answer just then. I'm, it was the same. But uh, <laughs> I am so much darker than you. Look at these a arms. Huge negative, huge negative. But uh, it just depends, like on like this person, what, where they're going for. Like we talk about the marketing campaigns. Yes, a lot of the darker women they feel like they're out of place, so they're starting mm-hmm. to do those light creamers and all that type stuff. Uh, far as the jobs, I don't know. Uh, they want to probably wear their hair more frizzy or stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you say frizzy? I'm, I'm sorry. Done. <laughs> so people just him. trying to really just fit in to get in. And that's true. And so if you're making alterations just to get in, get in the door, can that can that just be making your life easier versus me hating who I am? That's a good question, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the the question on the table. And so we definitely want to hear. What the listeners have to say about it because we obviously we all have different opinions on none it. None of us agree, yeah. None no. of us really agree. I mean, I definitely it. am not a person who is gonna say you should go lighten your skin. I really think, like, one of my ex boyfriends, Brandon, was super black, and I just always think of him on white sheets, and it was the sexiest thing that I remember of him. But, like, <laughs> did you just say his name, yeah, I did. Oh, wow, hey, Brandon, shout out to Brandon. Good he job, already man. know because I told him, I told him now, I was like, child, you in these white sheets, boo, hey. Milky Way. Let me tell you, I won't go back to you though. So don't come over here. <laughs> don't don't come over here. But you know, I just feel like I'm not promoting um, skin change, but I also feel like self love is doing what is in your best interest and what will make you feel best, and what what will promote you as a person, what will make you feel comfortable. So if you get some kind of modification, some kind of alteration, um, be it you. Get your nails done, get your hair done, you get some calf implants, you get some pecs, you 
taking steroids, whatever you do, um, as long as you are healthy about it, and as long as the desired effect happens and you are happy with who you are, then I just can't knock somebody for that. Right. Y'all want to hear a crazy stat? This is my last one. There was an ass procedure every 30 minutes of every day on average. I could see that. That was in Tampa. That's crazy. That Tampa, every 30 man. minutes someone's getting their ass done. That was in Tampa. Wow. We Drop, tell you, so you we were on this photo shoot, <laughs> and I didn't know Jay had booty. Uh, <laughs> I got highly upset when I realized that Jay had a bigger booty than I did. I get it from my mama. <laughs> and so I get it. Whatever. I hate you. <laughs> The pressure is on. Squats and lunges. Let's go. I'm you didn't, you didn't know, you're not from committee. here, so you didn't know about nah. the Tampa Drop thing. Cause no, nah, man, I'm from, I'm from Virginia, so. What's Tampa Drop? It's like a tax uh, fraud thing that, that was real popular here in Tampa, and people was getting, like, thousands of dollars, but Tampa, Tampa is, like, the known capital city. Even my Epps threw it in one of his stand-ups one time. Oh, yeah? Yes, but, uh. and people was just getting their asses done all around Tampa. That's why I was saying earlier in the show that, they're starting to look alike. So I know mm. who got the work done. Everybody's starting to have like this little black, I call it black Barbie, black hood Barbie mm. <laughs> shape. So, well, you know what's well, Tampa also has the most amount of strippers or strip clubs per capita in the U.S. Do y'all think that a lot of the um, glamorizing that's happening with the ass shots and the ass implants is because um, strippers are glorified in videos? And shout out to strippers. I, I like strip clubs. Shout out to Bear Assets in Pasco County. I'm not speaking I against it. <laughs> but do you think that the part of it, like the regular woman, the regular nine to five woman, sees all this attention that the strippers are getting and saying, "What well, maybe I need in order in order to be competitive, right? Competitive market, I have to do this as well." I don't think so. I think the strippers can more compete with themselves, keep 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 with each other, but uh, not the average nine to five woman. I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like women are always competing with each other. What? That too. I mean, there's only so, there's always more women than there are men. And there's only so many good men. (laughs) So. Shout out um, to the good men too. Whoop. Ladies, let them come to you. Don't go to them. But, (laughs) you know, I feel like there is some, I feel like there is some type of competition. And, but that always say, be unique, be yourself, because when you are yourself and when you are your your unique self, then no one can compete with you. Right? Like. Yeah. You are who you are. I'm weird. I'm crazy. I laugh. I'm loud. I get really quiet sometimes. You either love that or you don't, right? And if you love it, then there's nobody who's going to take my place. <laughs> you know so what I mean? This uh, competition is more for the younger age. No. No. Why? Why would you think that? What age? What? So you saying? Uh, you I, don't got, think, I don't think it ever dies. You got Evelyn Lozada walking around fifty years old, looking fine as hell. Yeah, I, I, think like, if you're, I think you, if you're single, the competition never dies, and it's for the men too. I mean, I don't even think it's a single thing. I think married women are trying to keep it right too. Well, they yeah, should. You keep should. I agree. I mean, everyone, you should definitely try to keep it right across the board. So you don't want to just fall off, get fat, eat tater chips and stuff. So no, keep it right, baby. All right, listeners. So. Let us know what you think. We have come to a standstill on this. We definitely don't agree. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I land on this, but let us know what you think. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or hit us up on our email. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. And let us know how you feel. So you should be able to find us pretty easily. Yeah, no problem. All right, so let's go to our next segment, which is 
What is your ish? What is your ish? I feel like we need like a a, a music platform <laughs> to take it in. What is your ish? What is your ish? What is your ish, Tony? God, I was gonna say not go to me today right now about ish, <laughs> but my ish right now is scripts. Scripts, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is scripts. Uh, no, I actually been uh, last couple of days. I've been like looking at ways to come up with like new strategies to write new scripts or different storylines and stuff. So, because um, I plan on writing a couple more stories, so that's my ish right now. I want to get with you too, because um, I was telling L last night as we watched your amazing play that um, I'm really big into writing as well and, and putting a script together. So. I want to shoot some stuff towards you. All-T Yes, sir. We do. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, good movie. That's a yeah. good movie title. Okay. <laughs> All-T No Shade. For those of you who don't we know, trademark, though, so. I am also a writer. <laughs> I am a published author. You can find me on Amazon, Jay Noetic. So, Elle, what's your ish? My ish right now is, so I'm a dancer. I do salsa and bachata. And I started going back. I teach class, but I started going back to class. And so being taught, being taught, nice. and it is an amazing experience because I think at certain points you can get to a certain level where you, I've stopped going to class because I'm teach I'm teaching class, you know, and so you get focused on teaching versus learning, right. and it's been amazing this last month really is going back to class, becoming a student again, right. kind of taking a whole beginner's perspective and standpoint on it. And so I've been loving going back to class, being a student, learning. I'm learning new things all the time. Yeah. And it's definitely promoted or helped my own dance. Um, and I think it takes nothing away from me as a teacher. I think mm. it's, it's, if anything, it's helped improve. Right. Because I've definitely seen, like, I've seen new stuff. Or not necessarily new stuff, but new moves where I'm like, oh, I like that. And I watch them break it down. I'm like, oh, that is a brilliant way to break something down. Mm. Or I want to... You know, that's something I want to emulate or not. And so my new thing is definitely dance mm. classes, going back to being a I'm student. glad to hear you say that, that you belong to still be a student. Yeah. And you're still teaching because I was just at this conversation last night after the show. We was eating dinner. And uh, and, I, and I said that and they looked at me crazy. No. And I was like, no, I was like, I don't feel sometimes, sometimes I, I don't feel as comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm trying to explain or trying to teach somebody, coach somebody up on, on certain things. But I know when I get into class or get with a, a more professional director or anything, mm-hmm. I learn from them. Yeah. And I take that back. And it's, so I do I do want to be a student as well. You there should is, always right. be willing to learn from other people. Right. There is nothing. Like, there is. I've gone to beginner class. And I am, I am definitely not a beginner. Right? <laughs> Clearly. But I've gone to beginner classes and have found gems in them. And so... Always go back, always approach things, even if you are like a seasoned vet in it, go back and be a beginner. Right. Just just give your chance to be in that space to learn. Because it's just, first of all, it's just fun. Like, right, it's just exactly. fun it's to fun, be yeah. in that space. Even if you know everything, it's just fun. Watching people fall in love and you falling back in love. And, I mean, big dance is a big thing for me, so. I used to always... I mean, back in my former professional life when I was doing personal training, I used to have a thing where... I know. Bomb chicka bomb chicka bomb bomb Caramel chocolate. Hey, no. what's up, <laughs> I used to always have, like, train the trainer, right? Yes. And so I would have other personal trainers train me on their new routine or technique because you don't... There's no way to know it all. You should always be willing to be taught. Mm-hmm. And so, and also, I feel like it takes your mind off, off of leading, right? Or yeah. trying to be the leader and say... Put the program together. You just go and be yourself and have a good right, time. Exactly. So, what's your ish, Jay? 
So my ish this week, I am um, really big on, again, self-help. And so I just, on my blog, I recently did a blog about self-sabotage in relationships. And then getting the conversation going, people have been talking about self-sabotage. And so I wanted to speak on some ways to not be a self-sabotager in any relationship, your intimate ones and your non-platonic ones as well. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to give you guys nine tips to break away from self-sabotage. All right? So... Number one, listeners, stop comparing yourself to other people. That's important. Number two, evaluate your past relationships and identify common problem areas that came up. Tackle them head on. Three, pay attention to your insecurities. A lot of people's insecurities always get in the way of developing a, a, a great relationship, and so they self-sabotage those. They're not aware of those. Um, four, try to remove your ego from, any, from the equation. People's egos always get in the way of certain discussions or trying to find a solution to things. So people always allow the ego to, to ruin that relationship. Um, five, just get help. If you don't have anyone to talk to, find someone to talk to. Talk about your issues. Talk about your problems. Six, work on your self-love. We were just talking about self-love. Love find, yourself. Love people. yourself. Find ways to love yourself. What did Dr. Seuss say? He's like, you were the only one. You were the only you. Love you. Love you, baby. Um, seven, find closure on issues from your childhood. I like a lot of stuff that we have issues that we self-sabotage because it came from childhood issues that we never never attacked and never got a problem solved for it. Um, eight, find closure on your from your past relationships. Remember, closure is not always getting it from other persons. It's more about for yourself, right? And the last one is just bask in compliments. Let people compliment you. And, and that is take awkward. It is awkward for a lot of people. It is, it is awkward, awkward for me, me. too. It is awkward. You know, so we have to learn how to accept those compliments and just love them. And that's my ish. Nine ways to avoid self-sabotage. I love it. I like that. That's great. What's next? All right, what's next is we actually have advice since we went live. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. Since we went live, our email has blown up. We've gotten quite a bit of emails asking for advice. So we can only pick one a week. Maybe two if the topic is small, but this one's going to be big, I assume. So the first one is coming from... Emerald in Virginia. Emerald in Virginia. People, please know, if you send us an email, let us know if you want your name disclosed or not. Yes. Because we almost had a moment. Because we're going to put you on blast. All right. So her, Emerald, her advice was... What if you were in an interracial relationship with a white partner and a black friend revoked your black card? Wow. For example, you speak up and out about social injustices against the black community, but your friend says you have no right to comment because you are dating a white person. How would you respond? Do you agree that if a black person dates a white person that she or he can't be pro-black or speak on social injustices against the black community? Hmm. I'm not even going to go for it. I'm going to wait on that one. <laughs> Tell me. I think you uh, can. I think she still can. So this, hold on. This individual is black. She's black. And, yes. and she was told she cannot speak. Because she has a white partner. Because she has a white partner. Mm-hmm. No, she's black. She can speak on it. Absolutely. Right. Agreed. Absolutely agree with you. Just because you fall in, you can't help who you fall in love with. Exactly. Right? You love who you love. And so just because you fall in love with someone who's not the same race as you does not mean that you no longer deal with the same issues right. as a black person. You still feel some kind of way when a 
when another black man is killed in the streets, you still, when you go on interviews, you still feel like you may be discriminated right. against. You still have those issues. Those issues don't go away. So you have absolutely every right to speak on any topic. If any black friend tries to tell you that your black card is revoked, then they really aren't your friend to begin with. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think if if your friend ever tells you your black card's revoked, then you need to go ahead and revoke their friend card Absolutely. because they're not your friend. And so I'm in full agreement with the yeah. fellas that you're black, like, bec- you're still a black woman. <laughs> so you can still speak to black issues. They actually still pertain right. to you, and, and they still yeah. impact and you. And that can actually help... Uh, that could help others as well because, like, for a situation, I, I worked with a white guy who did not even know nothing about all this uh, cop killing type things, mm. but his brother is dating a black girl, mm-hmm. and that's how he was aware of all this type stuff. So it, it opened it opened his mind up, and, and he got to see a lot more of what was going on, and, and understood mm-hmm. from my standpoint why we we're angry and all this type thing. So it definitely it benefits. So our advice, homegirl, Emerald, Emerald, Emerald. Is drop your friend. That ain't no friend. Yeah, screw him. And you 100% can definitely speak to your experience as a black woman, no matter who you date. And I almost feel like you're you're in a better position because, mm-hmm. oh, in this, let me finish, because mm-hmm. that your partner allow, allows you to give you different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. You have a conversation. How many of us can actually say we have three or four black, white friends that we can talk about race with? Not many of us. Well, I don't. I do. I don't. And so if you have, I don't have these conversations. These conversations are needed to, to have. And so she has opportunity with her partner to talk about these issues and to say, well, as a white person, this is how I see it. Edu- educate me. So how, just because you're in that interracial relationship does not mean you no longer face it. And so, yeah. All right. So since we sped through that one, let me go ahead and throw another one out to you guys. We have one from Roni Jacks. And she says, hello, I would love to see you guys elaborate on a particular issue uh, on the send pick topic. It is a real issue, and quite frankly, it can be annoying as heck. Do men (laughs) not realize it's annoying? What did they do before cell phones? If you don't believe it's me and the pig, don't take me on a date. It's such a (laughs) turn off, and I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. You can expect this behavior from 20-year-olds, but grown men? Shocking and appalling. Mm-hmm. Thanks for considering. Keep up the great work, fellas. So this, is, so this is a, this is a follow up, I think, to shooting a, shooting our shot in episode one. We were talking about um, how guys ask for extra pictures, mm-hmm. and so I am really I'm I'm an advocate for asking for extra pictures. Unless I've seen you in person in social settings, like I would I would then I wouldn't ask for it. But online dating is a pretty big thing. And unfortunately, we live in a time where everyone can still be catfish. People aren't very honest. And so I don't think the men are asking for these pictures because they don't uh, like you or they don't trust you. But, but we just want to have, everyone wants reassurances. Right. But how does a picture reassure you? Because the same pictures I posted on my profile, I have probably, if I, if I I'm catfishing you, if I'm a fake person, I probably have a whole, like, gallery <laughs> of fake pictures. Whoever pictures I'm stealing, I'm probably their Facebook friend. So I can just go and grab it any day, any time. So you asking me for a picture to reassure you that I'm the actual person does not help you, right? right? Like, we're just, well, we're placing faith in you that you're being honest with us, too, though. Well, you're not, because if you're asking for more pictures, 
based on the fact that you want reassurance that I am who I say I am or who I've shown you pictures to be, then that's saying you don't trust us and that you, we, we've given you, like, the right pictures. In the letter, she sounded like she was agitated, like like a guy's nagging, like, send me a picture, send me another one or whatever. So It gets that, like that right. sometimes. Now, that I understand. That could be annoying. But men are creeps. And <laughs> men are creeps. Oh, that is the quote <laughs> we of the are, day. We are creeps. So we, it's like we want to just see much as we can. We're so visual. Right. Cre- I mean, right. hey, women are visual creatures as well. But men are extremely visual creatures. So you're right. We want to see more right. as, as much as we can. And that's pretty much what I think her. It sounded like it was aggravated to me when it, when it was coming off. But and if you don't want to give again, if you don't want to give another picture, there's other options. We talked about this. You can do a snap video. You can do a live video. I do Marco Polo um, talking all the time with the, the ladies that I date. And so, if you don't want to give me a picture, you don't have to give me a picture. But you're gonna give me something to help me see who, what, you, are. who you are. Why can't we just go and grab coffee? You can do that as well. I don't think guys are asking for continuing pictures after you've met, met them. I mean, I've never met a guy who hasn't gone out for coffee for a meet and greet and after that has asked for 10 more pictures. Right. I feel like it's always in the initial stages where I sent you a message online. You, we've connected. I've seen your online pictures. Trust me, I've been on so many dating websites and I've seen some women on there from three years ago who have the exact same pictures on their profile right. that's never been changed. Yeah, you want to see how, you want to see that, that, yeah. that change. <laughs> and so you want to see. And so I don't think it's a testament of saying, I mean, I guess some of it is, yes, we don't trust you to a certain extent, but it's also saying, you know what? I'm also extremely visual. I want to see that ass. I want to see those curves. I want to see, I want to try to compare how tall you are, how short you are. It's like, and I, I have seen, uh, like did like a Facebook date or whatever. And, I, I, ne- I never asked for pictures, really. So I went off the, the profile picture. But when you seen them in person, they were like 30 pounds heavier mm-hmm. or whatever. Then, I, you know, I tried to be slick and try to, you know, your profile picture was nice, whatever. Oh, that picture was taken in 2011. Exactly. <laughs> so many filters out there these right. days. So many. Uh, I'm over the filters. You got oh, filters. God. The Samsung phone got the, the Everybody can be pretty. So it's like, come on, like it is okay to not be beautiful. We talked about okay this okay to not be beautiful. But it's also men. I guess you're visual. Stop asking for pictures unless you my boo. Or ask for a Snapchat or ask for yes, a video. like just video chat. Literally, I would I would take that. I just at this point, I'm so annoyed with people asking for pictures that even when it's not like an annoying thing where you're mm-hmm. nagging me for it, the minute you ask, I'm immediately annoyed. Like, unless you're my man or you're somebody I'm dating, like, really dating, if you're just somebody who I met online somewhere and then you're just asking me for pictures, because I've had so many, like, beg for pictures, I just immediately get annoyed. And I feel like a lot of women are like that, where it's just like, you're always asked for a million pictures. You met me on Instagram. We met on Facebook. Like, Do you get, like, the new guys asking for, like, new shots out so fast? No one's asked me for new shots, but what they'll do is... Send me something. They will, yeah, they'll be like, send me a picture, and the, the but their implication will be that they want, like, a sexy picture. Right. And, I mean, I'm a ham, so I send them ridiculous pictures. Like, can I get uglier? How? Can I put a face mask on? <laughs> yes. Like, can I put, I don't even, I don't even sleep with a hair bonnet, but I've definitely taken a picture before with a hair bonnet just to be a, a bitch. Well, <laughs> like, I just get annoyed. I'm like, oh, leave me alone. But, you know. Video, video chat, guys. Yeah, I would say this that works compromise. I would just say for both people, man, video women, chat. If you it's don't annoying. want to, if you don't want to give a picture, a picture, then be open to the video. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be against the video, then 
Move the hell out. Move on. <laughs> yeah, just move on. Just move on. I've definitely cut people off for asking for, for pictures. Though. Right. Hey, I don't mind sending pictures, though. My younger days, I've been cut off by asking. I used to ask for a lot of bitches back then. <laughs> <laughs> the lie. truth comes when out. Like my 20s, man, send me something. Send me something nice, you know. Oh, you wouldn't know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's fine when it's like somebody you with. You but him. it's so, it just feels like so unnecessary when it's somebody you're just, literally just talking to. All right, guys. So that is our advice piece. Remember, if you guys want to hear, get some advice on a topic, on an issue, you want to just air out your complaints, you want to rant, and you want to see what we think about it, then hit us up at our email. It's Gmail. It's all t no shade podcast at gmail.com. And we, you might be, you know, the next advice piece might be you. Make sure you let us know what your name is going to be. So, guys. <laughs> Uh, I think of that part. I think we're done for the day. I think that was a good a good session. Good. We definitely don't agree on a lot of things in this session, but that's that's you the beauty of it. Though. Fighting today. That's, hey, that's all right. That's what, you want to fight. That's right what now. family do. That's what family do. Actually, I, I don't want to fight. Oh, you don't want to fight. He yeah. came super crunk in yeah. this. And he came in this apartment. We gotta get him out and take, get him a shot or something. But, she um, gave me. She gave me some 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 sippy sips. So you know. <laughs> he calmed down. Calmed down. So it was good. It was, you know, it is it is what. We don't agree. We are a split house. We are a split family right now. But so, that's how it should be. Listeners, let let us know. Are you guys hashtag Team L, hashtag Team J, hashtag Team Tony on this issue of self love? <laughs> because we can't agree. We are agreeing to disagree. Agree to disagree. Or just let us know your own thoughts and, and own opinions and concerns or your own perspective. I definitely have been loving the feedback. I've been loving hearing other people's perspectives on like the shooting your shot and the racial blindness. So it's been great to hear it. It's definitely, I've learned some things from you listeners. So And we want to carry the conversation over and onto our social media. So definitely come and join the conversation on, our, on those uh, platforms. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session over. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. See you. This week's episode is brought to you by City Booms. If you'd like to be one of our sponsors, email us at alltnoshadepodcast at gmail.com.